السلام علیکم ورحمۃ اللہ وبرکاتہ نحمده ونصلي على رسوله الكريم اما بعد اعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم رب اشرح لي صدري ويسر لي امري واحلل عقده من لساني يفقهوا قولي سبحانك لا علم لنا الا ما علمتنا انك انت العليم الحكيم اللهم علمنا ما ينفعنا اللهم انفعنا بما علمتنا وزدنا علما all praise due to almighty allah the sustainer nourisher and cherisher of the universe peace blessings and salutations be upon our beloved master and leader nabi muhammad mustafa sallallahu alayhi wa sallam o allah we beseech thee to increase us in our knowledge and to protect us from the deception of the satan and the evil of our souls amen ya rabbal alamin it is indeed only the grace and mercy of almighty allah jalla wala that today we continue with our lesson on the tafsir and commentary of the noble quran our starting point is surah nur chapter number 24 and verse number 31 so almighty allah jalla wala informed us yesterday in front of which male can the lady expose a beauty and expose a beauty means from above the bosom to below the knees that portion must be covered it doesn't mean that she runs around there and she's not dressed properly it means the hair the head and you know the face the arms that could be exposed but still to cover that is also highly recommended and desirable so all mighty allah jalla wala states wala yubdina zinatahunna the lady should not expose their beauty illa libuulatihinna except to their husbands between husband wife there's no hijab there's no parda but that does not mean that they must be in nudity all the time remember mustafa sallallahu alaihi wasallam hadith iyyakum wattaarriya abstain from nudity fa inna ma'akum malla yufarikukum there is that creation with you that never separates from you the hadith in mishkat sharif that is the rights of the angels and malaika we have to fulfill their rights likewise in ibn majah and other compilations mustafa sallallahu alaihi wasallam spoke about when husband wife the spouses fulfill the conjugal rights then don't behave like the animals and donkeys so cover yourself with a sheet with some covering and so forth o abaihinna so you expose your beauty in front of your father o abaibulatinna in front of your father in law but here we need to be careful today when we speak of father in law best is you shake hand and so forth till day it's fine but sometimes what we see nowadays and people send the queries they want to embrace the father in law or father in law want to embrace daughter in law or we find they kissing one another that is very very dangerous in this day and this age o abna inna in front of your own sons 
And the sons can be biological sons. And likewise, it can be, O Abana Ibu your stepsons. Your husband came and he brought his sons from his previous marriage. His wife died or he divorced her. O Ikhwani Inna, O the brothers. Brothers would mean three types, your full brother, half-brother from your father's side, half-brother from your mother's side. So all of them are included, consanguine, uterine brothers. O Bani Ikhwani Inna, O Bani Akhawati Inna, O your nephews, that is, your brother's sons or your sister's sons. So all of them are included. There's no hijab parda there. You are the auntie, paternal auntie or maternal auntie. O nisa'ihinna, o their women. So it shows that in front of women as well. Some ulama did use from here that in front of non-Muslim ladies, then you, the Muslimah, the Muslim lady, must cover your head and so forth. That is taqwa and that is precaution. But the fatwa is that that is not compulsory or mandatory. O ma malakat aymanuhun, or what the right hand owns. You have a male and he is the master and then he has slaves. So you call them the Abid. So Abdullah ibn Umar radiallahu name comes to mind. A'ataka alfa abdin wa atamara alfa marra. When you study the profile of Abdullah ibn Umar radiallahu he set free thousand slaves and performed Umrah thousand times and performed Hajj sixty-five times. Subhanallah, he's buried there in Makkah, not in the graveyard there, Mu'allah, but on the outskirts, there you will find in by one person's house, then in his garden like the grave is there, surrounded by a wall. Nevertheless, so here we see that is for male. Now here we speak about females. So Omar Malakat Eiman Unna and the lady she possesses slaves. So there was a war and then she got a certain share or she purchased them and so forth. So she can have male slaves, she can have female slaves. So if it is female slaves, then there's no problem, there's no laws of parda or hijab. She is the mistress and they are the female slaves. But remember the male slaves between her and between the masters and the male slaves, hijab parda is compulsory. Therefore, Sayyidina Ali ibn Abi Talib radiallahu anhu used to say, La taghurrannakum adil ayah. Don't let this ayah deceive you. It is fil inath dun al-dhukur, meaning that it is only for female, female to female, that's fine. It does not include the male. So today you find the Qadianis, the Ahmadis, the modernists, they say, no, a lady can have workers and it can be male or female and the laws of hijab don't apply. Remember, these type of sayings and fatwa are not worth the paper on which they are written. If you see Ahmad Qadiani, Muhammad Ali Qadiani's tafsir, he writes that Allah forbid. So, O ma malakat aymanuhunna awitta bi'ina ghayri ulil irba. Here we need to understand the words first properly. Awitta bi'in, or people who are following you. Ghayri, not. Ulil irba, ulil haja. Meaning they don't have any of these type of desires and understanding and so forth. 
So Abdullah ibn Abbas radiallahu anhu was Raisul Mufassirin, one of the greatest commentators for all times and places, said, Humul Mughaffalun, those are the people who are ghafil. But remember, some people today use this verse and they say, you know, it's for the old people, they're just coming in, or for the impotent and so forth. Nay, all that tafsirs are incorrect. When there's an old person between him and the lady, still hijab is compulsory. You get so many old people, they're old but they're not cold. And the impotent, he still got desires, lust, passion. So yeah, this verse, yeah, many a time people misconstrue it with tabi'in and those who are following. Ghayri ulil irba, and they don't have any desires, passion, so forth. So this is one special category, we call them mughaffalun. So people who got nothing to do with women and so forth. But if a person is mukhannas, person are people today, I was in Australia last year, I was going to New Zealand, and when you go to the bathrooms there, you will see male, then you see female, and then you see different gender, meaning that mix up. So today you get people like that, they are hermaphrodite, they are male, female, and so forth, so for them also hijab parada is compulsory. So remember, we cannot allow to be lax on these issues. So minar rijal from the men. So the people following are from the men, but they don't have any of this need and so forth. But remember, you cannot extend it to men who are impotent and so forth and say no, because they still have desire. nisa. Or you will see the children that you can allow small, small children, that they are not exposed and they don't know regarding the nakedness of the women, regarding the private of the women. So they are small, small children, six months, one year old, two years old and so forth. So if they come into your room and so forth and so on, you're not dressed appropriately and you know children just run in, barging and so forth. So that will be overlooked. But still, you should teach them, train them when they come four, five, six years old. So this is where the tarbiyah, the training, the coaching, the cheering comes in. Now we have three, four issues here still to discuss in the next sentence. In those days, some of the loose ladies, you know, today you find the street ladies. So in those days also you would find some of them hanging around, and then they would tap their feet and they would hit the ground to draw the attention of the men that we are available. So that is what you see today. This trip I went now to Europe. When I was there in Italy, because everything is written in Italian, I don't understand obviously, but one, two words you can see. So we came out of the masjid, we went to somebody's house, I had to go and fetch my wife and so forth, and then we came into the car. And then I saw the women running around, so I asked the brother, what's going on? So he said, see the board there flashing. On there it was written, if anyone is caught with a prostitute, 
then he will have to pay 500 euros and that street lady will also have to pay 500 euros. So therefore they were dashing for cover. But look at how laughable it is. After that, one, two, three hours, then you find the board is now gone off. So they get busy. And now they're there. So when the cops are raiding, 500 euros for each party. But when they are not there, then everything is fine. Astaghfirullah. So that is what happens when you don't have segregation between male and female. You put the butter next to the stove, something must happen. That is human nature. Therefore, every Western democracy today allows fornication, adultery, gay brigade, all. And then they complain they have AIDS, they have sexually transmitted diseases. So all these are the satanic system. So juxtapose and compare that with the Islamic system, which promotes purity, chastity. You don't have no bees, no illegitimate children. Yes, if somebody commits this crime and it's fornication, take them to the public place, the park, and lash both of them, the male and female, a hundred lashes. No mercy must be shown. Make one, two, three examples, and the whole society will be pure and clean. When it is adultery, male, female, then it is capital punishment. The death penalty must apply. Today these people will tell you about their man-made constitutions, which are not worth the paper on which is written, that this is again their human rights. Your human rights are not rubbish as far as we concern when it can conflict with the divine rights. So that is what it is. You look at South Africa today. The best constitution you have, they told us in 1994. Now, 23 years later, we are junk status. What good is your constitution? It's not worth the paper on which is written as far as the man in the street is concerned. So remember, Islam has come and given humanity that direction. So Almighty Allah prohibited this, and for you ladies, there's a big masla here. Oh women, you are not allowed to tap your feet, your feet, your shoes, your, and all these things, high heels. So announcement is made. So that they expose the beauty which Almighty Allah wants, that they must keep concealed, they must conceal it. So Allah is saying, Ma yukhfin, that they're supposed to keep it discreet and the, the zina, the beauty of the feet. But these ladies, they make the big announcement there. So they want to draw the attention of the men and the women nowadays, we must say, because today's world, they don't say male, female, they say person. They change the whole definition of marriage. They don't say male to female, they say person to person. Astaghfirullah. Anyway, three maslas here. Obviously, does every Muslim can understand for any woman to hang around, or men for that manner, matter that you hang around in the corners and you tap your feet, you tap your heels and you tap your shoes or whatever to draw attention for clients and customers, so whether it is fornication, whether it's adultery, whether it's gay brigade, all that absolutely haram. Second one, 
Al-Imam Shafi'i, Imam Malik, Imam Ahmad bin Hanbal. And we must be honest. Their dalil is very, very strong. They say it is wajib, is compulsory, is part of the aura. Meaning that when a lady is now reading Salat, <coughs> you're going to read and perform your Zohar Salat now, for example, and you follow the Shafi'i, Maliki, Hanbali school, then your face can be open, sister. Your hand can be open below the wrist. Below the wrist means where your fingers and palms and all that. And your feet must be covered with the socks or with the stocking and so forth. That's compulsory. When we ask these great giants and jurors of Islam, where is your evidence? Why did you come with this masla? They say, Allah Ta'ala said, Min zinatihin, The beauty of the feet. And what is beauty must be covered and concealed. So it shows that they must cover it. When we ask the Hanafis, remember, they say, yes, it's better, desirable, but they say it's not compulsory. So you, the Hanafi ladies, you shouldn't think that, no, that we can run around without socks and shoes, without socks and stockings, and it's very good. No. Remember, it's desirable that you cover it, and although it's not compulsory. So that is masla, you should know. Then another masla. That is our ladies Al-Ka'bul Ali. That's the Arabic term. Al-Ka'bul Ali means the high heel shoes. Now the ladies, then there's a wedding, there's Walima, or the lady is a little bit short, or whatever the case might be. And now they want to wear that. they five feet five tall. Now they want to become six feet tall. Like me, I'm six feet. So they want to become six feet tall. So they weigh six inches, five inches. Is that, that not deception? Man ghashana falaysa minna. Authentic hadith in Sahih Muslim who deceives us is not of us. Remember, we're not here to carry favor with people. We're here to teach you the Quran, the Sunnah. We're here to teach you the four schools of thought. For you ladies, you go outside and you wear big, big high heels and you make that noise, tuck, 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 tuck. You're drawing the attention of people. Even if you don't make noise, still is not permissible. So remember, it is deception. You're not so tall, so why you want to play tall? And you want to deceive the people. So under this verse, the ulama, they have deduced and they have derived this type of masail. Mistakes, sins, we all commit. We all have shortcomings. We all have weaknesses. So whether it is male, whether it is female, whether it is Molana, whether it is Mufti, whether it is Sheikh, whether it is Awliyaullah, in this day, this age, we all are sinners. So what should we do? All of you, Jamia. No exemption, no exclusion. Turn to Almighty Allah, Jalla Wala, in repentance, all of you. Ayyuhal Mu'minun, O you believers, la'allakum tuflihun, so that you are successful, so that you are prosperous. For Toba, there are many, there are many more, but just five I'll give you. These are the most important ones. Five conditions. Number one, at Tawbah to an we must show remorse, regret. 
Ya Allah, your bounties are ever recurring, showering upon me. And I turned out to be so unloyal, disloyal. Every day I'm breaking your laws, Ya Allah. Not only breaking your laws, we feel proud about it. Kullu ummati mu'afan illa al-mujahirin, illa al-mujahirun. Both ways you can read that hadith. Mustafa Habibuna sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, My entire ummah will be forgiven. Except those people who are proud of their vices and sins, they justify it. They know they're wrong, but yet they justify it. Open Mishkat, Mustan Ahmad, you will find. So the number one, yes, Allah, I'm guilty as charged. There are no mitigating circumstances and I'm ashamed of myself. That is number one. Number two, detach and divorce yourself from that sin. You know you're involved in fornication, adultery, stay away from it. You know you're involved in riba and interest, stay away from it. We know we are involved, that there is no parda in our homes. We just mingle, associate with anybody, everybody. Stay away from it. So whatever crime we are involved in. From yesterday, tafsir, till today, I don't know, maybe because it is of the tafsir. I received already in the past 24 hours, every day, alhamdulillah, I answer the emails. After Fajr, we said one, two, three hours, depending how many emails come. I receive about four or five WhatsApp messages, emails, and so forth from ladies. My husband is hooked on porn. My husband got dirty photos. My husband is gone mad. He's chatting the whole time with the street ladies. What are you doing, our husbands? The month of Ramadan is coming, and then we want to change our life, and then you're already programming, planning yourself that after Ramadan I will go back to the Zabbat. Remember, that type of fast is rejected and murdered by Allah. When people don't detach themselves from the vices and sins, they just postpone it. Remember, that is a sign of toba marduda, a toba that is rejected. So number one, you have to have nadama regret. Number two, detach yourself from the vices and sins. Number three, fulfill the rights of Allah Jalla wa'ala. From the time I became baligh and mature, how many salat I must? Fajr, Asr, all the other salat. From the one billion of the ummah, if you find 100,000 today who can say that they read salat punctually, you will be lucky. Imagine, well, not even 1% we can see of this ummah. So remember, qaza is compulsory. And siyam, fasting, it's very good to fast Mondays, Thursdays, today is Thursday. What about the qadha we have missed since the time we became baligh and mature? When people keep nafil, they reading nafil salat, keeping nafil fast, sunnah fast. It massages their ego and desires. Hambi buzruk ban We are also pious people. Nay, you fooling yourself. You're giving charity and not paying your debts. Debts is much more important than charity. Next one, number four, hukukul ibad, the rights of people. How many Muslims today, they're giving big, big contributions to masjid and madrasa. But how did you start your empire? You ate up the wealth of your ace. You ate up the wealth of the yatama, of the orphans. You usurped their rights. 
You won the lotto and the jackpot and you want to come and fool us with your piety? Remember, bina ul fasid al fasid fasid. You can't build an empire on a haram. So get rid of that old thing. Start fresh. The million you want, take your money now and give out the million and start again. That is what Islam is teaching us. Inna Allah tayyibun la yakbalu illa tayyiba. How many containers are picked up by Muslims? But today they want to behave like they the big pious people. Don't come with all your tricks. Remember these type of things. So Allah does not accept anything except when it is pure. Allah throws it back in our faces. So that is Tawbah. Fifth one. All the debts, all the unda danda, all that we ate up, then usurped the shares of the ears. Everything has to be sorted out. Number five. Surah 66, verse number eight. Ya ayyuhalladhina amanu tubu ilallahi tawbatan nasuha E iman walo o you believe turn to Almighty Allah with such a tawbah did nasuha The person came to Amirul Mu'mineen Umar bin Khattab radiyallahu anhu arda Ya Amirul Mu'mineen I know tawbah what is the nasuha He said when you milk the she camel the cow you see the milk you took it out you extracted it did you see the mull going back to the others of that cow? He said, no. He said, that is Tawbah al-Nasuha. The sign our Tawbah is accepted. We don't go back to those vices and evil. That is a sign of Tawbah al-Makbula. That is what Allah is speaking about. Ayyuhal mu'minun la'allakum tuflihun. Next verse, Surah 24, verse 32. Today's society, you the father, mother, your daughter is 16, 17, 18, your son is 18, 19, 20. They say, Abba, Ummi, I want to get married. You say you're good for nothing, you can't even stand on your own feet. How are you going to look after your wife? How you look after your husband? You can't even make a proper one egg you can't make. We, the parents, did not nurture them, train them in Islam. Ya ma'ashir al-shabaab. Man istata'a minkumul ba'ata falita'udhawaj. Whosoever of you, the group of youngsters, you have the physical means, the financial means, get married as soon as possible. فَإِنَّهُ أَغَدُّ لِلْبَصَرُ وَأَحْسَنُ لِلْفَرْجِ In that way, your gazes will remain down, you will protect your private part, your shame. Hadith in Bukhari Sharif. Third, procrastinating and delaying. Our daughter wants to get married. Nay, you can't get married because it's not up as an apra. Is not an apra. Is not our jat. They don't speak our language. You got jahalat in you. You don't understand what is Islam. So you must remember this. Is a maman, is surti, is this. All this means nothing in Islam. This is we are, our forefathers were Hindus. So we brought that Hindu caste system within us. So you get your sons and daughters married quickly. If you do not do that, then remember that when they commit vices and sin, then the sin is on the parents. Open Mishkat, you will find the Hadith there. So we are guilty of a major, major sin today. 
You worried about the wealth? Abdullah and Masood radiallahu anhu's fatwa. First Quran is going to tell us now. Abdullah and Masood's fatwa radiallahu anhu warda. The grand mufti of the Sahaba. Iltamisul ghina fin nikah. That you will get married, then richness will come. You're sleeping on a single bed. When you get married, you sleep on a double bed. So, mashallah, you can see the progress you're making. وَأَنْكِحُلْ ayama ayama plural of ayim. Ayim means the people who are single. مَلَّا زَوْجَ So you, the fathers, mothers, society, get the single people married, min come from your society. And look for who? وَالصَّالِحِينَ min ibadikum wa imaikum. Especially look for the pious people among your male and your females. So, this Ummah, when we get married, I am a male, I want to get married. I'm just giving an example, obviously. So what do we do? We go and look, Lijamaliha. She must be the paragon of beauty, whether she got akal or not. You understood? So she must be beautiful. Walimaliha for wealth. When you get married to the lady for wealth, Azallahullah, the hadith in Muslim Ahmad. Walihasabiha, you get married because she belongs to the highest strata of society. The person says, Me, I'm a non entity, let me get married in that family, I'll become a famous person. So remember, when these are our intentions, Allah will humiliate us. Walidiniha, you got married to the lady because of a piety character. First, full bizarid deen. Allah will make you successful. Imagine. And when you got the daughter, sister, niece, then she also must look for that type of husband. Person who's got deen, pure, not Qadianis and Shias who are kafir. Look for people who have the proper belief of Alu Sunnah wal Jama'ah. They have good character. Then you get them married. But what about the money? You go to the Arab countries, you will see. The mahar is so high, $100,000, $50,000. Who can afford it? Then the vices set in. So the governments have to help them. All this is un-Islamic. So the mahar should not be so high that people la tughalu fil muhur. They don't make the mahar so high. Iyakunu fuqara if they are poor. Yughnihimullah min fadli. Allah will enrich them. Min fadli out of His grace and mercy. So get our sons, our daughters married quickly. Otherwise more vices will come. How many a Muslim daughter ran away? How many a Muslim girl became pregnant? How many a Muslim girl ran away with a non-Muslim boy? It happened? Obviously it happened. So we must remember these type of things. Wallahu wasiun alim. Wasi. Allah has unlimited resources. Allah ke khazana mein koi kami nahi. Alim is all knowing. What is your intention? Ya Allah, I want to lead a pure chaste life. You help me, my beloved Allah. Allah will let you find a good pious lady. 
O son, O daughter, cry to Allah two rakat salat daily and read Rabbana hablana min azwajina wa dhurriyatina qurrata ayun surah 25 verse 74 Ya Allah grant us such spouses and children that are the coolness of the eyes wa akhiru da'wana anilhamdulillahi rabbil alam.